I think I said to you last time, you know what? I'm a big advocate in making sure you take drugs first thing in the morning. Just take those drugs. Yep. Now, I'm not talking about those chemical drugs. I'm talking about the natural endorphins, natural cortisols, natural adrenaline glands that you secrete for the day when you're active. Welcome to the 40 Fit and Fabulous podcast. Join your host, Mark Slight, as he gets the best information, inspiration, help, and advice from the world's best athletes, performance coaches, and health experts so that you can look, move, and feel your best at 40 and beyond. Remember, it's never too late to live the life of your dreams. Now here's your host, Mark Slight. Hello and welcome back to episode number 18 of the 40 Fit and Fabulous podcast and a very, very special episode today with former world champion, former Olympic medalist, Chris Akabusi. If you're listening to this podcast and you're around 40 years old or you're a little bit older, you remember Chris so much probably from your youth, from the golden age of athletics. He brought me so many good memories when I was a youngster growing up, watching him on the TV, on the track, so inspiring. And he's because he stayed on TV so much over recent years, he's still just as inspiring now off the track as he ever was on it. When me and Chris first spoke about coming on the podcast, that's exactly how I thought the chat would go. I thought we'd be talking about world championships, beating the mighty Americans at Tokyo, all these different things that I thought we would talk about. And we very, very quickly went off on a tangent into a very spiritual conversation, a lot about mindset and mental strength. We had an amazing chat. And then I realized when we finished the conversation that I hadn't actually switched on my microphone. We we had absolutely no material. So as I said at the end of episode 17, Chris was very kind, very good, found some more time in his schedule around all his charity work to to fit in another recording. And when we recorded this last year, we actually recorded it for for a video podcast initially. So there's two references in this audio clip to a video podcast. And that's the reason why, because we recorded it for social media to begin with. But just to explain the first part, when Chris and I first recorded, Chris turned up in a West Ham training top. Now, Chris obviously is a West Ham fan. I'm a big Tottenham fan. There's a lot of rivalry there. So I had a few digs at him for wearing a West Ham shirt on my video podcast the first time around. So at the very beginning of this audio clip, when you hear Chris talking about Dirty Spurs, that's the reason why, because I kept the camera off me for the first few seconds, and then I just I dropped the camera down to reveal that I was wearing a Spurs shirt. So that's, that's the reason for the bit of banter in the beginning, just to give you that bit of context. But well, this is going to be a lot different to what you might expect. When you see the image come up and you see like the, the episode with Chris Akabusi, you might think you know what it's going to be about. I guarantee this is going to throw some surprises at you. Chris is very candid, very open about his own weight issues, his own weight problems and the struggles he's had as he's approaching 60. And every one of us is going to get something out of this. Every single time I speak to Chris, he's like a drug. It takes me like three days to come down. The energy levels are so high for three days. It's just, he creates this buzz around you and he just gives you this this zest for life again. You know, and if I could be with Chris every day, who knows where I would get to? Who knows where anyone would get to? Because he's so inspiring so loving, so passionate about everything in life. He just raises your game so much. So in this 20-minute podcast episode, you're going to get so much. Make sure you're free to listen to the full 20 minutes because it really is an amazing episode. It's going to give you so much inspiration. So I'm not going to keep you waiting any longer. This is the legendary Chris Akabusi. I'm sure we all know, we've all seen on TV. Here he is on the 40 Fit and Fabulous podcast, episode number 18. Hey, Chris. How you doing? 
Yeah, very, very well. Thank you very much. Good. Thanks. Thanks for coming on again. Nice to have you back. Nice to see Cheers, you Mark. wearing a West Ham shirt this time. <laughs> do you know, want to offend you. Do you know what? I've got a real treat for you. Look. Oh, my word. Dirty Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> I've put it on especially for you today. So. Oh, thank you. Well done, mate. Uh, it's, it's long sleeve, but I'm sweating my ass off, but it's worth it. <laughs> so normally I'd introduce people. Um, I'm sure everyone knows who you are. I'm just going to call you Chris, Chris Akabusi, the legend. I'm sure that covers it. Um, oh, you. thank you very much, Mark. So let's tell people how we met when, um, when I was walking the dog up in the woods near where you live and you was out, you was out doing some trail running in the woods, which you do all the time. Um, and this is the second time we've spoken. Last time, we, after about 10 minutes, we got sort of really spiritual in the conversation, really into the, into the mind, mindset stuff. So let's, let's get back into that really quickly. Um, I, I believe, I know you do as well, that if you have good intent and you constantly give back to the universe, the universe will give back to you. you Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, Mark. There's, there's no doubt about it. As far as I'm concerned, the idea of serendipity, of karma, of giving you should receive. I think it's a spiritual law and uh, it's worked very well in my life. I mean, people have been good to me in my life. I mean, I didn't have the greatest start, but people have been good to me in my life. And I believe in the concept of paying forward. People have been good to me and good things have happened to me and I pay it back and good things continue to happen to me. I don't do good things in order to get good things happen to me, but I find out that there is a law that you can't outgive, and you can name it God, the universe, or the external principle, whatever it is, you can't outgive it. It's there and it works. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's because of your, your frame of mind. If you're really generous and you're positive, if you're a positive person, you will draw in positivity from other people. Negative people will attract negativity, likewise. So the, the more you can give back, the better you're going to get in, in every walk of life, whether it be health, fitness, business, whatever you can give out to the universe, ultimately, I believe you will get back to a good degree as well. Yeah, as I, 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 I said, I, I've got no doubt about that, Mark, you know, and, and, and I think also the same is with your imagination. I mean, you can use your imagination to look up at the stars and see all the things wonderful in the world or to look down at the dirt and see all the grime and the, and the grit that's in the world. And you choose, your imagination is just a tool and you choose. And as you choose it, I mean, I think last time I was talking, I was talking about the fact that the whole world is energy. It's, it's just about energy, about energy transfer. And you know what it's like. If you go into a room, you've got great energy, you attract people with great energy. But then somebody, somebody comes in who's just a mood hoover and they pull everything down. For me, I get out of that area. I don't need to be around that sort of person because all they do is because they look at all the negativity and all things that's not working in life. Life is beautiful. I mean, we're in a world at the moment where there's a lot of bad stuff happening. If you focus on that bad stuff, more bad stuff happens. You get more copycat people doing all the bad stuff. I will look at the good stuff that's happening right here, right now. That's right. The, the news will, will ultimately share the, the bad news, if you like. But there is a lot of good stuff going on in the world that we don't know about. The, the people that, that are not famous, the people that are doing charity work. I know you do a lot of charity work as well. I try and give to charity as much as possible. But it's them people that we need to focus on. Not, like you say, not the negativity, because more positivity breeds more positivity and so on. So, Agreed. I'm sure you won't mind me saying this. You're 60 next year, right? Absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right, big guy. How how are you looking after yourself coming up to 60? 
Well, it's really funny. I'm probably in the best shape that I've been for the last sort of 10 years, really, because when I turned 50, for some crazy reason, I decided that's it. I've had enough. No more running, no more working out. I want to just be a normal person and go for the day. And what I've found is each and every year, I've just added half a stone here, four pounds here, so that a year and a half ago, I was three and a half stone heavier than I was when I was 50. And it was wow. imperceptible. I, I just didn't see it happening. On April the 29th, I went to the anniversary of the British 4 performer meter relay team who, who were world champions when we beat the Mighty Americans in Tokyo in 1991. And when I went there, I saw my colleagues, all the guys that I'd been competing with, and two out of three of them were in phenomenal shape. And I was just, I looked at myself, my gosh, you're, you're the one in three that's letting the side down. And I, I, I wasn't going to have that. <laughs> and so I made a patch of myself that I was going to be different. I was going to actually start working out again. And when I went back to the hotel that night, I saw somebody else was in my bathroom. I double took. No, it was me with a great big gut in the bathroom. And for the first time, I saw myself as I really looked. And you know what? It's easy in life to compare yourself amongst yourselves. And there's a saying that you are the sum total of five people that you hang around with the most. Yeah. Now, it's not supposed to be literal, but the idea that the people you hang around with, the people that are in, in your life the most, impact your life and the way you see the world. Yeah. And I just realized over the last 10 years, I was comparing myself more with the guys at the golf club than the guys you used to hang out with in the athletics club. And so over the last 18 months, I've really kept to a real... It's not been hard. I've got a watch. I've, I, I, this is not marketing, by the way, but it's Apple. I, I, you know, I don't know if you, if you don't mind me saying it, but it's Apple. And on the Apple watch, it's got a screen, it's got my activities, it's got my active calories, and I'm now up to 1,000 active calories, which is 3,500 uh, calories a day. I eat 2,500, 3,000 a day. And naturally, if you use more calories than you put in, you're going to yeah. reduce weight. And also, I'm very, when I say very careful, I don't eat carbs after six o'clock, all right? Okay. So, you know, I can have more carbs in the day, but I'm not going to have carbs after six o'clock. I tend to only have carbs two or three times a week. And now I'm in the best shape ever. I train every day. This morning, I got up, and what I've recognized, if I go out and do a, I do a, three, or four mile, a three or four miler, and I do a little circuit on the back end of it, I end up doing 500, 600 active calories. Yeah. So that's 50, 60% of my extra calories done already by the time it's 8 o'clock. Yeah. Check it out. It's yeah. a great day. It is. And don't you find you always have a better day if you exercise in the morning. It sets you up for the day. Your mind's functioning better. You've got good endorphins flowing. You feel really positive. And it just it does change your whole day if you work out first thing in the morning. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely right. You know, I use, I think I said to you last time, you know what? I'm a big advocate and making sure you take drugs first thing in the morning. Just take those drugs. Yep. Now, I'm not talking about those chemical drugs. I'm talking about the natural endorphins, natural cortisols, natural adren adrenaline glands that you secrete through the day when you're active. It is just amazing. When you come back after the hour, you're on cloud nine, you're getting yourself cleaned all up, yeah, yeah. you're just creaming yourself up, and you're ready to face that, and you're on a high. Yeah, you are. Absolutely. Changes your whole outlook on the day. So 
how do you stay so focused? You, you've obviously had your trigger point where you've, you've seen your reflection and you've seen your, your mates from years ago. So that's kick-started you back into getting healthy. How do you stay so focused every day to do the same? You meditate, right? Is that yeah, that's right. So, so um, before I get up out of bed, I'm, I, I meditate in the morning. And, and when I say meditate, I'm not talking about humming and, uh, and chanting or anything of that sort of stuff. I tend to either read a book and contemplate and meditate what these words are saying to me today. A good book is like the conversation with the greatest minds of history. But I don't want to leave the thought back in their day. I want to apply it today. So this morning, for example, I meditated on willful blindness, a book by Margaret Heffernan. And the book talks about how we are blind to the we we can be blind to the obvious because it doesn't suit our skatama the way we see the world. And so today, I was just challenging myself to see the world a little bit differently. Ask myself different questions, go to different places, and then the sort of things when I say meditate. 15, 20 minutes reading a book, thinking about your day is a brilliant way to start your day, and then I get jiggered with the physical activities. Yeah, yeah, self self growth, um, self improvement, self uh, increasing your knowledge base as well, which is really good. Um, I know from last time as well that you always try and connect. We talk about the surrounding yourself with these positive people, which works really well because their positivity will then feed back into you. I know you try and connect with people throughout the day, throughout the week, people that you can have a good conversation with, people that can maybe enhance your life as well, and and you do that, don't you, every day. Yeah, so like, like today, I had a very good meeting this morning with names won't be named to you, but Mike and Claire. And they are people who are very different to me. They're very much left brain, logical, reductive. And so they help me think in a much more systematic and a process driven way. Now, it, it, it's tough for me, it takes a lot of energy, but it's, that's what I'm saying when I said today, it was, I was clear that I needed to see the world from a different perspective. I'm big picture, I'm expressive, I'm can do, I connect the dots, I'm positivity. But that's good, it's good when you want to take action, but if you're going to take action, you need to have a plan. Action without a plan is chaos. Yeah. A dream without action is a daydream. So I dream, I want to take action, I'm just going to sort out a plan. And so yes, I look around for people that complement other aspects of myself. I want to focus on being who I am. You know, I do myself best. I don't want to try and be you, Mark. I don't want to be trying to be anybody else that's watching this movie file. I want to be me. But I recognise I need to connect with you, Mark. I need to connect with people who, who are watching this movie file. You know, for example, I've only just met you, Mark, but I'm really impressed that you are a guy who I've met in the woods. You actually contacted me and said, Chris, I want to put something out there. And I think the universe rewarded you by me feeling this is the right thing to do. I didn't question it. It just it felt the, yeah. the right thing to do. But what you show me is something that I've always talked about doing, but I've never done. You've taken action and you're going to have a series of podcasts or 20 podcasts. I'm privileged to be one of those members, but you've taken action 
and you've got your plan. I want 20. I want to meet people like Akabuzi. You've met myself. I'm sure you'll have better people than me. But you've taken action and you've had a plan and it's happening. It's real. And so you're a great example, Mark, of what you can do when you put it out there, you dream big, you take action and you follow a plan. Well done. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I give back quite a lot. Um, the, the week before we met, which was probably January time in, in the woods. We'd be careful when we say we met in the woods. I'm glad we've explained <laughs> that. But, yeah, um, especially when you start talking about walking your dog. He was walking his dog. He's not dogging. <laughs> different things. Sorry, fellas. Sorry, totally fellas. Totally different. Totally different. <laughs> I only do that at the weekends. That's fine. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, the week before we met, I'd, I'd gone and... It's hard to say these things without make, trying to make yourself sound big, but I'd given, I'd gone and chatted to a homeless guy. And I, I'd bought him a Starbucks, and I'd bought him a, a hot sandwich, and I'd had a chat with him. And things like that make me think that, do you know what? I, I kind of almost... Not that I deserve things to come back, but I think, again, the universe will deliver back. So a couple of years ago, I would have met you, thought, oh, it's brilliant, met Chris Akabusi, would have thought no more about it. But this year, I'm thinking, do you know what? I'm a good person. I give back. I do this. I, I believe you are a good person. Let, let's see if we can make something happen. And, yeah, you you agreed to it straight away, which was awesome. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and, as, and as, as, as I said, Mark, yeah, as I said, Mark, you can't outgive the universe. You can't outgive God. You just keep doing what you're doing, yeah. and the universe gives you more. You know, and and I don't need to go to Mark for anything. I have been given great news today. Great stuff's happening. So it's just the way it goes. What goes around comes around, baby. Absolutely. Now, just before we finish, I want to just cast your mind back. See how good your memory is. When I think it was about 1991, 1992. When you um, you quit the army at this stage and you you won a gold medal, and someone in the press called you an overnight success. Do you remember that? And, yeah, absolutely. And I remember your quote saying that your overnight success took 15 years of hard work to become that overnight success. Now I put that up, like with people with weight loss because a lot of people come to me they want to lose weight, they want to get fit and healthy, but they want it like that. You know, they want a 12 week plan, they want a six week plan, they're going on holiday, they want to lose weight. It can't be done like that. Well, it can, but it no. can't be sustained like that. People don't realise the hard work and the commitment that goes in behind the scenes. Greatness is small things consistently done well. And, and that's what mm -hmm. happens, isn't it? 15 years for you brings a gold medal. But to, yeah. to some people on the outside, it seems like overnight success, seems like an instant thing. But it's not. It takes a lot of graft, a lot of hard work, a lot of day-to-day -day mm -hmm. stuff going on behind the scenes, a lot of struggles sometimes as well. Yeah, exactly. Anyone, anyone can do the lap of honour, yep. but there's so few people who can pay the price prior to getting the lap of honour. I like to say that commitment precedes confirmation. So yeah, you've got to commit yourself to the cause in order to conform, sort of confirm that that was the right path. If you're passionate about what you do, you really, really, really believe in it, you talk to enough people about it and you take action, the right people come into your life, but you need to commit to that cause. And then, as you said, step by step, inch by inch, mile by mile, yep. always pushing the boundary of today. And then tomorrow takes care of itself. And that's the way it worked. When I first started, I remember there was four years, there was four years when I started off my authentic career, when I couldn't break 48 seconds for the four 100 meters flat. The last four years over my 15 year cycle, 
I was breaking 48 seconds for the 400 meters hurdles. But in that gap was many occasions when I felt tired, I couldn't do the, 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 the training session, I had to step back, come back in tomorrow and do it again. And you know, I was sick, I had to have rest, I was injured, injured, but you come back, came back, come back. And the people around me that I was training with, I trained with world-class people, and before, slowly but surely, I could see those increments, those increments, I went from county standard to the best in the country, from the best in the country to the best in Europe, from the best in Europe to the last four years when I was one of the top three in the world. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's awesome, Chris. That's, um, that works for everyone in all walks of life, you know. Keep, keep the big picture in your head, but just one step at a time. Never take your eye off the next step and just conquer that one, move up, conquer that one. Gradually, you'll get closer yeah. to the big goal, but yeah, if you, if, like, yeah. if you try and reach for that straight away, never going to happen, is it? Well, I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's an old line. I'm sure you and everybody listening knows it, but it's an old line, but it's very true. How do you eat an, eat an elephant? One piece at a time. Yeah. Just one piece at a time. And you've you got to focus on that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's brilliant. Right then, so we're going to wrap up now. Um, what I'm doing with everyone now is the last minute of every, every um, episode, I'm just asking a random question. Not always about health and fitness, but uh, I know you play a lot of golf. So, if you could pick three other players to go around the golf with, anywhere in the world, any any person you like, what three players would you go around the golf course with? Cool. <laughs> okay, so the, the, the obvious one is Tiger Woods. I, I, I'd, I'd want to go around with Tiger Woods because the guy was a legend in his own lifetime. Yeah. But I would hope that we get past golf talk about life and ask him not so much where he, where he went wrong, but, but why he went wrong. Why does he think it's gone wrong? And, and I, I'd want to get below the, I've got a bad back, because yeah, yeah. that's a symptom, that's not a cause. So I'd love to play with, with, with Tiger Woods and just to yeah, have the opportunity to talk to him. Um, Second guy, um, I, I, well, there's one guy you won't know, but he's a, he, 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 I can play with him anyway. But in the game with Tiger Woods, I'd want to go around with Luther Blacklock, he's at my club at Woburn. Right. And the reason I'd want to go with him is because I'd want Luther to video Tiger, video me for me to see the contrast and for us to talk about those four and a half hours on the golf course and what we could learn and what I could do better to implement some of Tiger Woods. Uh, to be tug woods and not have my ball constantly in the woods. So I'd have, the, I'd, I'd have, I'd have Luther, Tiger, um, and who else would I have there? Um, hmm. um, I tell you what, somebody probably more my age, somebody like, well, in fact, he's older than me, like a Tom Watson. Oh yeah. Someone has been there, done it, got the t-shirt. He's my age. Watch him strike the ball because I've probably got more chance. When I say hitting the ball like Tom Watson, I don't I mean I can never see it as pure as him. But because he's older than me, I could learn more from him. Or no, in fact, I'd probably want to play with sort of a woman. It'd have to be a woman, a real good female golfer who of, of a day. Someone like um, Anna Kasonson. Yeah. Anna Kasonson. She's She's as old as me. 
she's better than me, but she wouldn't try to knock the skin off the ball. So I'd be able to learn from her technique. And you know, monkey see, monkey do. That <laughs> picture could stay in my mind. There you go. Anna Zorison, Tiger Woods, and my, uh, my head coach at Woburn, um, um, Luther Black. Lock. All right, cool. Well, we'll have Tom Watson caddy for you, eh? How about that? No, okay, boom, boom, boom. Mark's in the room. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, Chris. Right, I really appreciate Thank you very that. much, mate. I uh, thank you for your time. Um, I'll let you get back to your glass of wine that the viewers can't see. And, uh... Yeah. <laughs> uh, cheers, everybody. Cheers, buddy. Take Good care. luck. See cheers, you, Mark. Bye bye, mate. Bye bye. Well, that's about the the hundredth time I've listened to that interview. Still, it gives me goosebumps. Still, it keeps me inspired. Still, it gives me that bust and that zest for life. And I know just listening back to it now, it's going to take me two or three days to, to let my energy levels drop back down to normal again. I'm sure all of you listening have got exactly the same feeling. He's, he's truly one of life's great people. If you ever get the chance to connect with him, to meet with him, drop everything to do it. He's a truly amazing individual. Talking of amazing individuals, coming up on the very next episode, episode number 19 of the 40 Fit and Fabulous podcast, is Scott Reed. Scott is a former UK strongman competitor and twice champion at his weight level. And we're going to continue to talk about the mindset and the mental strength needed to stay fit, particularly at Scott's level, that high world champion level. But we're also going to tap a lot into the nutrition, the training side, as you might expect from from a strongman competitor. This is two great episodes coming up, episode 19 and 20 with Scott Reed. So make sure you head back for that. If you don't want to miss it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it if you get a couple of minutes. It's really helpful. People like Chris and Scott love to know that the content they're providing is is really valuable. So please head over, give a review, guys. It's really, really great for the podcast. Now, I'm going to leave you alone for a few days. Let that energy levels dip after, after listening to Chris. Just enough for you to come back and for Scott to pick them up again in episode number 19. So take care, guys. Be happy, and I'll speak to you in a few days' time.